Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's our number five of the G-Bag Nation here on a Friday. And that means one thing. It is time to find out what you're drinking and, and what, what you're drinking. You hear Chris Arnold riding shotgun, planting the flag. He's in for Brian brought us for you today. It's the only segment of the week in sports radio where you are encouraged to call in while intoxicated or in the process of catching a buzz not required though the only thing that is is that you answer those two questions for us at 877-881-1053 you call in lucius will get you screened up you'll be on with us in no time right here on a football friday yeah we used to do this at nights friday nights at like 10 Mm -hmm. o'clock we'd be half in the bag yeah yeah well i was drunk he was half all lit just lit. Yeah, having a good old time, and y'all would call in, and mm-hmm. you know, then we went to middays, and we were on ten to two, and we'd do what you're drinking and what you're thinking, and it would just, it wasn't the same, you know. There was like maybe one person day drinking, yeah, and it was kind of depressing, right? Mm-hmm. But here, six o'clock, it's quitting time. I know you got that first coal, you're cracking it. Oh, so yeah. let's find out. As is tradition, though, we must go around the room and find out what the G Bag Nation in the house here. Is drinking and thinking, Chris, would you like to get us started? Yeah, I'm drinking an ice water, but I got an eyedropper full. I microdosing some LSD. Psychedelic. Whoa. Oh, wow. I need a buzz that's going to take me all the way through Sunday night. Because oh, okay. I'm thinking Danucci might do something exciting. I'm not right. saying the Cowboys are going to win the game. I'm just saying I want to watch Danucci do something exciting. And I might need a... Just a little bit of LSD. Just it might just, require a hallucination. A hallucination, to see, uh, Danucci, yes. uh-huh. to do something fun. Uh, <laughs> man, that final segment here, 30, 45 minutes, should get quite fascinating with uh, CA dropping LSD over there, going full Timothy Leary on mm-hmm. us. Tonight going back, way back. Jeff, how you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm well. I'm drinking Dos Equis. I'm keeping it off camera because I've been warned many times about drinking on air. So I have it, and I am drinking it, but it's off camera. And I'm thinking that as soon as this is over, I'm going to hit play. I'm about eight minutes into this Mandalorian episode one. Okay. And so I'm going to watch that for the next 40 minutes after the show's over. And then it's going to end. And episode two won't be available for another week. And so I think at that point, I'll be pissed off. And I'll fire off an email to Disney, Mr. Disney, or whoever's running things now. And tell them this is not how we do TV anymore. We release all the episodes at once. Otherwise, we make people mad. 
I hope there is an incredible backlash, but not as much as I hope that you guys are fascinating as you're calling in to participate here. Currently, I'm drinking some uh, some home-brewed Starbucks coffee there out of the Keurig. Ah. And I'm, I'm thinking about a big game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We got nailed. Atolo has built one of the best youth soccer programs in North Texas. Let's just call it what it is. His name's Ron. And he, he's got right. this team called Alpha Forms. And they beat us 18-1 to 1 about six weeks ago. Mm. So we've been working out there in Rowlett. We're going to try to keep it within a dozen uh, tomorrow mm. night at uh, 2 o'clock. And I'll have a full report on that. But I think the Cowboys are in for something similar. Mm-hmm. I got a 38-9 bird turds on Sunday night. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> From the 915, I'm drinking a quad shot blonde latte while driving for Grubhub. Thinking I would love to see the Dutch Open. The Deutsch Open? Oh, Deutsch. the du- the Deutsch open a can of whoop ass on the Eagles. He's talking about Danucci. Oh, the Nooch. Okay, yes, mm-hmm. the Nooch. Uh, okay, any calls here, Lucius? Let's uh, yeah, go back sure, into the sure, pimp cup. Sure, sure, sure. Let's holler at my man Mike in Dallas. What up, Mike? Mike. How we doing, guys? I'm drinking a Heineken Zero. Shout out to my boy Gavin. Turn me on to sure. the NA. You know, very quality <laughs> beverage. <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, what are we gonna do about our quarterback? We got the nooch. Got the nooch, man. Oh, you mean Dak? What are you going to do in the offseason about Dak? Depends on how good the pick is, right? If it's one or two, are you taking – are you taking – Yeah. I think a lot of fans are heading that way. Even the Dak fans got to admit that sounds pretty fun. Appreciate the call there. And, yes, that Heineken Mm 0.0, maybe it does make you a quitter. But you know what? You can't tell when you're drinking those things. Those are delicious. Exactly. 949 says, I'm shooting Jameson. Chasing it with Coors Original and smoking a cigar, and the Ravens are going to smash the Steelers this weekend. Man, you're shooting Jameson and chasing it already? Woo! Six o'clock on a Friday. Salute to you, sir. That's living your best life. My favorite show, guys, I'm drinking Coors Light because I'm basic, and I'm thinking I'm scared Dallas is going to come together and win a couple of games. Ain't nothing wrong with that Coors Light being basic, bro. Come on. It's delicious. Ain't nothing wrong, yeah. bro. Drink what you like. 713 says, I'm drinking a bourbon on the rocks. 16-ounce Coors Light in my car bar to save a few bucks. <laughs> car bar? <laughs> Parking in front. Rolling bartenders. What's up? <laughs> Parking in front of my favorite sports bar. Okay. All right. That's All right. Keith, I'm not sure if Tolo I endorse that. But I, I do tell you what. Coors Light has gone out of their ways over the years to present a delicious, low-calorie beverage. It's got a damn frost-brewed liner in it. They built the vent into the wide mouth. Yep. Okay. So there's Mountains, no backwash or extra. It changes color when it's cold. The monochromatic ink. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. They've done good work there. Coors Light's anything but basic. 940 says, drinking some Flor de Canet. Is that Flor de I don't know. Is that a drink? Flor de Canet. I love that you read text not knowing if you're going to know the words. <laughs> exactly. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's, it's real, real, baby. It's real. So I'm drinking the Flor de Canet today, boys. I'm thinking Zeke could get injured with this O-line playing oh. and what impact that might have on the team. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Appreciate Probably it. get better. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's, yeah, I don't know if you can get worse. I mean, the the running back, I, you know, hey, Zeke's my guy. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, take a look right now at, at the no-name backs out there that are producing behind good lines. You, you take the line away and you have a player. What can Zeke do without the line? The answer is nothing. It doesn't matter if he gets hurt, unfortunately. You know, when you have the offensive line, a lot of running backs can be good. The guys you pay $12 million to can more consistently be good. Tony Pollard be just fine. Knob Creek all the way out of the 940. Best uh, bourbon ever. He's about to get knobbed off. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good beverage right there. I'll tell you what, though. 
I went to this whiskey tasting party out there at Panther Island Pavilion in Fort Worth. Yeah, I love that place. Love that place. Forget the name of the event. But they had all these super high-dollar whiskeys and bourbons around. And after Mm -hmm. a couple of hours of meandering through... I'll just say, like, those more consumer brands, the 25 to $40 a bottle type of brands, tasted like two-buck chuck, you know? <laughs> you go down that yeah. path of the $200 bottles, it's yeah. like, oh, my goodness, the flavor, the smoothness. It's, it's, it's a completely different experience. 214 says, I'm drinking a Blackout Berry Body Armor and thinking of all the Twix and Kit Kats I'm going to steal for my kids tomorrow night. Mm-mm-mm. All right, be cold. Anybody else calling in? Yeah, Lucius? yeah, yeah. CJ in D Town. What up, CJ? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Evening, CJ? CJ? Hello. What you drinking? I'm not drinking nothing. You what? know why? Sorry why? About that. Because I think if I drink something, I might walk up to the star, and I'm not a hundred percent positive. Oh, but I think I can slap the you know what out of any of the cowboys. I don't think one of them would do anything. Oh, we don't I have think you should try it. Oh, okay, go you there. You know, it. you might be right. Try it with Tank. We do not have one. <laughs> I'm five six. Preach. And I don't think that, I don't think one cowboy. Okay. Can, I can whip my butt. So and you're, you're sure you're sober. You're gonna slap him in the hip. I'm full. I tell you, if I drink something right now, I live in Frisco. I'd like walk that. over there during practice and slap one of them, okay. and I guarantee. 99.9% that they wouldn't do nothing. Let's go there, big man. Let's go. <laughs> Try Antoine Woods. I love the self-awareness, though. Appreciate the call, <laughs> CJ. Trying to uh, stay but... sober because he would get violent with the Cowboys on just one drink. That's how frustrated he is. You got to know sometimes it's not a good idea for me to go out. I'm half-cocked already. Yeah, exactly. I'm Try getting beat. <laughs> I'm getting beat up. To- yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a bad assessment, I tell you what. <laughs> You know, nine, they, seven, uh, yeah, they're not going to let you slap them. Right. Nine, now, seven, maybe if you're 320 pounds and you play with a different team, you might be able to get away with that. Okay. <laughs> How about uh, Greg out of the 903? I'm drinking a new Monster Juice Papillion. That's a peach nectar. On my way to a football game to watch the state-ranked Lindell Eagles out of East Texas. Turn it up. Tear them up, East Texas. Let's at see. Uh, hey, shout out to that GG number four. I see you on the fan text, Mr. <laughs> Rob. Shout out to you, bro. I'll be right there with you when I leave, fam. 972 <laughs> says, I'm fixing to drink a Hopadillo IPA. I think we need to lose every game, gentlemen. Trade our badass pick for multiple picks in the top 40. Let's go. And go to town after partying with our quarterback that deserves his bread. That's from Sean and Kenton. Let's go. Kenton, Texas in the house. My guy. Eight one seven. They'd stuff his ass in a trash can. Yeah, remember t- they talk about that in middle school. They put you upside down in a trash can if you're, you know, smarting off to the ninth graders. Or they'd put you in a locker if you were really small. Mm-hmm. They would. Oh yeah. Eight one seven says I'm sipping on a Cavassier, thinking hey. thinking we might f around and win this damn game. Hey. Brand new Buster Rhymes just came out too. By the way, since you're talking about Cavassier. Really good album. Look out. Is he, is he talking crazy talk like something might happen down the road in the future? You know Buster, Buster. You know, that's Buster. He will do that. Behold a pale horse. Mm-hmm. Very talented rapper. Oh, 972 says, I'm drinking a monster and working okay. on my 120th Warzone dub. Congratulations. He killing the Holy game cow. on Twitch. That's a lot of wins. is a good number. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I had uh, not quit playing all the time, I'd probably have way more than you sir <laughs> tell them about it i yes. commend you on your 120 they don't Good know football about season you. getting in the way of your video games again i don't know i've just been doing other stuff but if i was out there right now i got that r9 working you know mm-hmm. dragon's breath rounds, setting people on fire i'm 
Hmm. No, I'm, I'm slightly above average. Hey. Maybe, sometimes. A17 says, I'm drinking an old-fashioned and thinking about all the kids I'm going to scare tonight, tomorrow night, in our haunted house. Oh, you got a good haunted house going. So it Socially seems. distanced haunted <laughs> house. You know, difficult to pull off. I've seen some drive-through haunted houses. I heard about some of those. Yeah, it's it's always tough, you know, as a, as as a a bit of an older kid or an adult, you want to go scare the kids, but you don't want to scare the two little kids, mm-hmm. and you don't want to scare the two big kids because they're just going to look at you and shrug their shoulders, right? They're they're punk teenagers, so you got to find the the perfect age to get scared, but not too scared. You don't want to go and cry to mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I had a buddy got arrested on Halloween when we were like thirteen or fourteen because there were some twelve year olds. They're little punks. Oh, robbing little kids for bags. He did. Yep, he robbed them for their candy. Uh, police came around, and they were like, which one took the candy? And we were all like, well, that was Corey. He's right there, as you can see. He's 14 <laughs> he's years old, and he's six foot four, 200 pounds. So you guys can arrest him. Uh-oh. We got somebody that might need some help here. We got, uh, let's see, it's Joe from Terrell. Said he's smoking on that perp. Oh, And the only time I cheer for the Sheagles is going to be this weekend. Joe. Put the perp down and get you a cup of, the, of red soda. I like how Lucius reacted to Chris reading a text about smoking weed, but Chris just said he was doing LSD. And <laughs> yeah, that doesn't bother you at all. <laughs> I was like, Chris is going to go there today, baby. Only a microdose. Starting to kick in a little bit? A little bit. Everything's blurry. 817 Modelo Especial scared oh, the Cowboys yeah. to win too many games. Draft picks will fade away. Mm. Management issues. Hate to Don't say this. Don't do that. Go Eagles. Don't do that. Kind of fat and out of shape. Might get drunk and play safety mm-hmm. for Cowboys. It couldn't be worse. <laughs> Hell yeah. Out there. We get that guy drunk at safety. The other guy's drunk at the star slapping people. We got something working now. 817's drinking his homemade White Claw. That's vodka and flavored carbonated water. Oh, okay, yeah. Made it himself. Yeah. And forget the Cowboys. Who's ready for some Mavs basketball? I know a lot of people Ooh, are. I was thinking yeah. about that. The new court, they're bringing back some of the old logos today. That was announced today. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure when they're going to start the season. The you know the ownership wants to start just before Christmas. Players talking about middle of January. They got to get that thing voted on. But it's going to be interesting. I love the owner's response to the players. Based on what I read, it was like, oh, okay, but then we'll just play 50 games. You guys won't make nearly as much money. So the players are like, crap, fact, fine, you get what you want. Exactly, as usual. that is the fact. Uh, Fine, four, we'll just load manage for a month and a half. Yeah, really? Four, <laughs> six, Everybody six, on three. Yeah, 469 says, took two shots of tequila from Southside, Terra, mm, Texas, mm, mm. and Paps Blue Rhythm, Paps Blue Ooh, Ribbon PBR. Seltzer trade. Let's see. Uh, trade the deck. Trade Dak and get Jalen Hurts or screw it, get Wentz off the Eagles. He's on that tequila. He's talking All crazy. Right. Thank you to everybody for participating. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll do it again next week. Hey, can, we not, can we not? Let's, let's knock this last two. Okay. Oh, we can yeah, do it. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's call. I want to hear there. from him. Uh, shout out to Woody. What up, Woody? Pause. Hey, what am I drinking? Cooter's yeah. Banquet, gentlemen. Oh, the banquet. Okay, yes, the original. And Yellow can. What am I thinking? Uh-huh. I can't thank you guys enough for the wonderful jobs that y'all do every day entertaining us with the best sports talk in the nation. Got you, you down. Welcome. You, mm-hmm. And shout out my man, Lucius P. Alexander. Keep it tight, brother. All right. Good call. Did you know Have that a he's a weekend. creator, founder, and perpetrator of G-Bag of the Day, an all incredible right. sports radio segment? We're all, all very right. happy to take the part originator. in it. All right. That's how you want to do it now? Okay. For <laughs> Dawson, for Jeffrey, for uh, Chris Arnold. Yes. <laughs> one more of these bad yeah. boys? Yeah, yeah. Got we'll one more one screened more. up? Yeah, let's go to Josh. What up, Josh? Hey, Josh. Heel. What you drinking, Josh? Josh. 
Uh-oh, jo- Josh passed out. What a great way to end the second. Boom. It happens. Hammered, not there. I'm letting it you go, happens. Josh. I let him go, bro. Well, that'll do it. Another edition of What You Drinking and What, what You, you Thinking is in the bag. Uh, be careful tonight, everybody. And remember, if you're just starting to turn up right now, two, three hours from now, it's definitely going to be uh, an eventful evening. So mm-hmm. be safe and all that. Let's just you do this for the rest of the show. It's Friday, <laughs> you know? Uber, Uber it up. Yeah. Or just stay at home. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I, I think drinking at home, drinking alone is uh, more in vogue than ever. So in, enjoy it. It'll be safe. Coming up next in the nation, it's time for the C-Note, the Cowboys news of the evening. Everything that has broken today on a massive day of news for your Cowboys, they made another trade. We'll get you caught up to speed in that and more next in the nation. Yes, sir. Welcome back, nation. Uh, segment is brought to you by Ruben and Associates. If you're drowning in debt, call our guy Mark Ruben at 1-800-LAWYERS. Mark will talk with you personally. Take control of your debt. Eliminate your stress and allow you to live life again. Starts with a simple confidential phone call to Mark Ruben. At 1-800-LAWYERS, Ruben and Associates, 1-800-LAWYERS. Every night at this time, we give you the C-Note, the Cowboys news of the evening. It's brought to you by Metter Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. The top story, Cowboys made a trade. They uh, sent a seventh-rounder to Houston for defensive tackle Eli Anku. Uh, and the, I think the biggest takeaway here is it just sucks that they have to give up a draft pick because they have literally nothing else at defensive tackle that's mm. worth putting out there. And he's a player that multiple teams have moved on from over the last month. Jeff, what do we know about this Uncle Edu? Not a whole lot. I know that he played uh, games for the Browns a year ago. I know that he's been on like four different practice squads. And I know that 11 days ago you could have just claimed him and he'd be Mm -hmm. on your team. But you hadn't cut Poe yet, so they cut Poe. And look, so what happens is you're – pro personnel guys they're like all right we need to de-tackle who you know who do we like and it's like uh you know we like this guy it's like well somebody just claimed him well seventh round pick who cares right and ultimately that's probably right most seventh round picks amount to nothing but some of them amount to something and i wanted a bunch of picks because i want to pick a bunch of players and see which one turns into something they got Danucci with a seventh round pick yeah now you had to give one up i I believe it's a 2022 i believe it's not this year's draft it's next year's and so by then we'll forget about it until we're like why don't they have a seventh round pick they're like oh yeah they picked up that random guy for a minute at the tackle but hopefully he can play and hopefully he can help you Except if you're a fan who's hoping they don't get help because you don't want to win. That's crazy. It's a 2021 pick. <laughs> Houston didn't want to hang on to them. They were just holding you up. I bet you, you will give us something. It's like, why not just wait till they release them too? They already released them two years ago. Mm-hmm. You hadn't played for them. But that's just how desperate the Cowboys are. They, they probably see something they like, right? A specific thing. And I maybe hope they this feel is the like- Will McClay find you know how will mcclay every now and then he can find somebody that's got some skills like snatch, antoine woods snatch david irving off a practice squad once yeah, upon a time yeah. so you never know but likely it's just a dude he's played 20 games in the nfl or so so he does have some some pro tape and some experience and maybe they're confident uh he he can uh, get in there and be better than uh, the seventh round pick that they would would use instead practice is wrapped for the week for the baltimore ravens and we're talking Des here in the C-Note, the Cowboys news of the evening. Uh, uh, Coach Harbaugh asked today about how the three practices went for Brian on the practice team. He was mimicking Chase Claypool of the uh, Steelers. He did a great job of it, said John. I thought he had a good week. It's only three practices and after quite a layoff, but he looked good and he's excited. We had a great talk before practice. He's excited and he's going hard. 
I thought he acquitted himself very well. Now, the rest of this story. Baltimore has not announced whether they will protect Bryant on their practice squad list of players or add him to the active roster for this week, as the franchise certainly has plans for him to contribute this season. The Ravens wideouts rank last in receptions and receiving yards. A total of 58 catches for the Ravens receivers thus far, 737 yards. Baltimore is second to last in passing yards, and they don't have a wide receiver other than Hollywood Brown with more than 11 catches on the season. So maybe Des is going to find himself active. If he's running around there practicing well and other teams are looking at it, they're like, you don't want to protect him, maybe we'll poach him now that we're getting to see some snippets. Uh, but whatever the case, I think Baltimore is the best opportunity. I don't want to see anybody else pick up Des because I think he's got a real chance to go in there and produce for him. He does have the opportunity. We had uh, Coach D. Rob on, you know, David Robinson, his wide receivers uh, trainer. Yeah, and he's also worked with Antonio Brown and Emmanuel Stewart and those guys. And he was saying that the fit for Baltimore, because I'd heard this from a former Raven. Lamar Jackson has problems passing in the red zone. He's just not accurate in the in the red zone. So here's Dez, and he's a 50-50 kind of guy. You just throw it up there, and hopefully he can grab it for you. And that's how they're hoping to utilize him. So it's like, okay, you got a guy that you can throw it up there, and maybe he can get it. And you don't have to worry about being pinpoint accurate inside the 20. In a year where the Cowboys are going to be bad the whole way, there's nothing I want more than a Lamar Jackson-Dez Bryant connection to work. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be it's so fun. much fun. Yeah, Throw it up. I'll get I'll get a Ravens uh, Des jersey T-shirt. By the way, they play each other December the third. That's a Thursday oh. night football game, I believe. I know he got it's his the wish to play it, against the Cowboys. It's the game after the Thanksgiving game, but I'm not sure if it's Thursday night. But it's definitely the third of December. You know, you notice how Gavin went jersey T-shirt. Like he's not willing to commit to the dollar amount uh, required for a jersey, but he'll go jersey T-shirt. Uh-huh. Plus, I'm, just, I'm too old for a jersey. I kind of agree with you. <laughs> I'm too old for a jersey T-shirt too, but they are mm-hmm. cool. Uh, you could wear that at the house. Like, you wouldn't yeah. wear a jersey at the house. You could wear a jersey T-shirt on game day at the house. I'd wear you a jersey. Wear if public. I was going to a game, I'd wear a jersey. You know, but I'm not, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to be heading to a Ravens game. Maybe the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, two by the way, that, with- that game's going to be in Baltimore, by the way, for Cowboy fans wondering about okay. it. It's the Ravens hosting the Cowboys. Two, now, two months ago with Dez, he had that workout with Baltimore, mm-hmm. and he didn't sign, mm-hmm. and we'd heard maybe there were some drops he was moving around okay, but there were drops, and I was thinking, oh, no, he went and, and failed a job interview. Right. And then we didn't hear anything. I think it, it was just a matter of he knew the Ravens liked him, and they wanted to wait until the time was right. And uh, they got a, a good time now, and Des can check in there about midseason. And they had a plenty of opportunity to try their young guys, and they you know, found out, yeah, this isn't good. We do need some help. Andy yeah. Dalton officially doubtful for Sunday on their final injury report with the Cowboys. It would be a, a stunner. It would be a shocker indeed if he's if he's able to play, but I think they just want to leave open the possibility that if he if he clears protocol, he could step in there, maybe be a backup, maybe be an emergency QB. Is that going to um, be Gilbert then? Yeah, That's Gilbert. The guy. And then the, Garrett Gilbert Grape. And then Super the bell dozers, the third string quarterback, oh, yeah. the tight end. Cedric could get in there and give you some snaps. He if sure you need. could. He threw You're that touchdown cat. pass to Dez, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dak. Yeah. Dak. Yeah, yeah Dak. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Good days. The uh, the good news, if this does turn into a blowout, and I am predicting 38-9 Eagles, okay? I know you've been checking in because I've been in, on fire all year long. I'm 6-1. and one. 
Uh, last week, I actually picked the exact margin of uh, defeat for the Cowboys. So I'm looking at a 29 point loss here, 38 9 the final. I think that oh, he's does put them smoking. I think that does put them over. Yeah, I'm sizzling. I'm sizzling uh, right now, fellas. <laughs> Colin now will give you the rest yeah. of the slate. All right. Don't wake him up. Yeah. No obligation to buy. <laughs> Eagles tied in Zach Ertz, though, and his wife, U.S. women's uh, soccer star Julie Ertz. They're going to try to tackle hunger in Philadelphia area. So the bottom line is if the Cowboys did, do get blown out, at least some families are going to eat. Okay. okay, I like the that. The couple will provide 2,500 meals to local food banks for every Eagles touchdown scored over the next three home games. Cowboys are going to feed at least 10,000 hungry <laughs> kids this week. That's a good way to look yeah. at that, yeah. That's great. That's great that Ertz is still doing good work in the community, even though they won't give him a contract. Good for him. Yeah, Danucci to donate some more. <laughs> That is a that is a weird one right there with Zachary. They almost traded him and everything. Green Bay yeah. was trying to, to to trade for him because Eagles not big believers. I guess you know it comes a, a time for everybody where they're they're up against it and they've been pushing the salary cap ever since they had that Super Bowl window open. Might be the end of that. Okay, Stephen Jones uh, on with us earlier. We learned a couple of things. This was a good, really good question from Jeff. Thank you. Uh, cut two. How much do you discuss contracts? And who's coming up for free agency when you're looking at the trade deadline? The idea here is if you have players with expiring contracts, you know you can't bring back, that's kind of a no-brainer that you'd want to trade them, right? So how much do you guys uh, bring that up in your assessments? There's a lot. I mean, you know, are you going to get compensatories for those players? Do you want to, you know, obviously in a lot of these cases, we still want to see these guys play. I mean, Tito's had a difficult year with injuries, and uh, so – so that's an interesting one. And then uh, Lewis, same thing. He's been banged up a little. Bit. So, you know, all the guys are guys that we still want to see and, you know, I think might have a future here. We just have to see uh, uh, how things go. And uh, obviously we've uh, had our share of injuries. And, uh, you know, they, we just got to continue to, you know, go to work every day and practice and get better. And there's a lot of football left. So it's uh, real important that we do that and, now, obviously, Everson Griffin's a good player. We ended up getting a, uh, you know, a, a pick for him, and that also allows us to, you know, as we move forward, to really see Randy play more. Certainly, guys like Dorrance Armstrong and Anai are all guys that, uh, you know, play in that role. So we just felt like that was the, the best thing for us at the time when you considered uh, the cap savings and uh, the young guys that we have there that are ready to get more snaps. Did you get what you were looking for out of that, Jeff? Yeah, I think so, because I think that's what you got to think about. I've been campaigning to trade basically everybody on the last year of their mm-hmm. deal. But that's in the front office, that's what you have to think about. It's like, okay, one, like with Griffin, he had disappointed. We do have other guys on the roster that can play these snaps. And so maybe with a guy like Cheeto and a guy like Jordan Lewis, uh, there's a lot of things that could happen. And one of them is like what happened with Anthony Brown. When Anthony Brown got hurt, I assumed he would not be back with the Cowboys. He was going to be a free agent. But the market was so little that they were like, oh, yeah, come on back. And so there's the potential for that. There's the potential that what somebody would give you isn't as much as what you can get if you just let a guy walk in free agency. And in the secondary, they may not feel like they have guys who can go take the field if they traded them away. So that, you know, that's what you got to do in a front office is you got to look at every individual player and be like, okay, if we moved him, what would we get? What do we think he would get on the open market? What's that worth to us as a compensatory pick? 
what's behind them? Do we have somebody we want to see and who we want to develop? And at corner and safety, the answer, I think, is no on that last yeah. question. Mm-hmm. And then it sounded like maybe a tiebreaker with Everson was, hot dog, we can get some cap relief out of this. Yeah, We can get yeah. another three mil. Now there's a tr- tremendous value there where a guy like Cheeto, maybe you're thinking we're going to bring him back, or maybe a guy starts playing so well that it changes how we look at him with uh, eight games to go after next Tuesday. That is a lot of football to sort of just forego in your evaluation. Cut seven, then you circled back around and asked them how they are going to approach free agency here with Stephen Jones with us earlier. You know, we've always been conservative uh, when it comes to uh, free agency. You, you know, we're big believers in you build through the draft, but you also, you know, you want to fill some holes. That was the reason uh, you know, for signing all those guys, you know, shore up some things so you don't have to necessarily reach, reach in the draft. And, uh, you know, we'll continue to do that. Uh, you know, all these guys are not necessarily, uh, you know, catastrophic cap hits uh, if you look at the way their contracts were structured. So, you know, I, I think, you know, we'll continue to look at free agency the way we always have, which is, you know, you want to shore up your needs before the draft and uh, you don't want to overextend. Uh, certainly with the cap situation uh, in the NFL, probably going to be very interesting, uh, you know, with ha- having the uh, COVID year and, uh, certainly uh, having to look at what the cap's actually going to be. There's going to, you know, a lot of teams are going to have challenges in terms of working around the cap, but we'll we'll certainly look at what our situation is and, you know, continue to, to look at it the same way. And, uh, you know, you're not always going to uh, hit on everybody, but uh, really felt like, uh, you know, we'll continue to operate and feel like the way we do it's a good way. Yeah, I don't mind the way they do it. It's, it's really hard to hit big in free agency. You know, those guys are getting mm-hmm. premium dollars. If they were that great, the team would have probably tagged them. You know, there's a reason that a lot of these guys are available. So it's very, very difficult when you're spending a significant amount of money to be efficient. You do have a chance to be efficient if you go on the cheap and that third layer of free agents, and it's like this guy might be older, this guy had that issue pop up, and now he's cheap, and there's, there's value you can get in production per dollar is going to go up, but... I don't mind how the Cowboys are doing it at all when it comes to team building and, and free agency. It's a, it's a little bit disappointing, but if you're drafting well, you have an excess of talent, you know. So if you want to get better, using a late round pick to trade for a guy that's got like one year of control there and an old go. contract. There you go. That's how you make stuff happen. That's how you create added value. Segment here brought to you by Metter Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram the C Note nightly at six twenty. We got crosstalk coming up, but. Jerry answered a very interesting question this morning with KNC. Do you guys need another trade like the Herschel Walker trade way back in the day to set you up for another run? We'll hear Jerry's answer to that and give you what you need to know about it. And then uh, we'll mix with uh, Chia Follow and Wolchuk next in the nation. Well, thank you very much, Lucius. It's been a great Friday here in the G-Bag Nation. Thanks for making us part of your day. We're going to hear... Uh, from Woolchuck and Shia Follow here in just a sec. Find out what they have uh, on deck for your nosebleeding tonight here, 7 to 11. Uh, Jerry cut six here, though. Uh, great conversation this morning with the KNC Masterpiece. Do you need another a big trade like the Herschel Walker uh, one back in the day to set you up for another run? Well, uh, you know, I'd, I'm going to give you the canned answer. We're always looking to improve. Uh, on the other hand, uh, I feel very strongly that we've got uh, a core of really outstanding players in the NFL. And uh, it hadn't been but a month ago or six weeks ago that that was getting unanimous. 
thought around the NFL. Uh, we've got some outstanding players. We've got a lot of tread on the tire left on uh, 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 most of those key players. And so uh, uh, fundamentally, uh, when you look at uh, our, our core base of players, there's a lot of ways to define it. As you know, in the NFL, uh, 10% of the uh, players get two-thirds of the money. In the NFL, 10% of the players get two-thirds of the money. Mm-hmm. And so my point is that you better have good players getting that money in terms of just that aspect of it, just financial, apart from uh, what's inside them. And, uh, boy, I love what's inside Lawrence. I love what's inside uh, 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 our linebacker, Jalen Smith. And, I, man, do I like what's inside uh, Collins and, and uh, uh, Tyron Smith and Martin. And uh, So when you take and put where we're expending our dollars talent-wise or what's inside them and the tire they've got left, uh, tread they've got left on the tire, I love our core base. Okay, so the question is there, uh, do you agree with his thoughts on the core? Does that set them up for success? Do they not need a big trade and an influx of talent? Yeah, but, Jeff, what stuck out to you in particular about that conversation right there, that part of it? What do you, what do you mean? Heffrey. I, I agreed. I agree with what he said. I think the tough part for Cowboy fans is a big part of a big part of that is the tread on the tires. Is Zach Martin does he have a lot of good years left? Does Tyron Smith have a lot of good years left? You'd have to assume Lyle Collins does. Tank is still a good player. Like a lot of teams, when they make big money deals, they're train wrecks and they're albatrosses. Tyron's not. Collins isn't. Martin isn't. Dak won't be. Um, the two you, that are aren't that huge. Right. 10 and $12 million against a $200 million cap. And one of them, like Zeke, outside of the fumbles this year, he's a good running back. And Jalen, some weeks, is a good linebacker. He's, and some he's, weeks got a, he's, not. he's got a nail in that tire, I told you. But it's not like they have these giant bad contracts. They have a couple of their guys that are making really big money or a few of their guys that are making really big money that aren't available to play this year. So that's that's going to hurt anybody. You want your team to be the team that you can point to, look what our coaching staff did with yeah. everything that was missing. And this year the Cowboys likely aren't going to be that, but that makes you pretty much everybody else. You need your good players or you're in deep doo-doo. And, and if you look at like – oh, sorry. Well, I was just saying hopefully that core does come back healthy next year and they are able to be on the field, and then you get a shot. Yeah, I don't know how long they're going to have a shot for, but I agree with Jerry as far as their core being good. Didn't mm-hmm. you look at the other top teams or the other top rosters? I shouldn't call the Cowboys a top team, but the other top rosters that are planning to contend this year and next year, and you'd you'd stack up the Cowboys' top eight with a lot of them, wouldn't you? Yeah, you really do. You stack up well. I think I went through, I just picked random contenders. I picked the Packers, the mm-hmm. 49ers, the Chiefs, and when you look at the players that Jerry's talking about, because he's talking about the 10% of players get two-thirds of the money. So uh, those teams' top eight players, which is your top 10%, you stack up with contenders. Now make sure that your roster, like other contenders, has the guys that don't make a lot because you've targeted the right guys in the draft and you've found guys that can really contribute on the cheap in their early years, and you're, you're in it. They have a yeah. lot of work to do, and it needs to be done defensively for the most part. Mm-hmm. But you you got a chance to be a good team. It's just a year away. Yeah, it could I, be just like I said earlier. It could be like the 2019 Steelers where, you know, Big Ben was out. They had some holes as well. 
and now they're undefeated. I'm not saying the Cowboys will be undefeated next year, but the Steelers, everybody a couple of years ago was saying Mike Tomlin's got to go. The Steelers oh, yeah. are trash, and they're falling apart, and look at Baltimore. They're off but the they races. had a good line, and they were yes. sprinkled with good defensive players, and it wasn't as far off as Yeah, and they traded for Mika Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one right there. Mm-hmm. Now their defense is number two or number three in the NFL, and they very much look like a strong AFC contender. Yeah, it just comes down to can you get your cap in order so you can free up cash to address needs with big impact players, mm-hmm. and can you nail two drafts in a row? I don't think you can set yourself up to be an amazing contender in 21. I think you can have a really good offense and maybe get to an NFC Championship game. And then in 22, if you do get two good drafts in a row and your cap falls back in line, you got Dak under contract long term, then I really think it, it could uh, you know, have the chance to be a, 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 a dynamic and even balanced roster, good on both sides of the ball by the time we get there. It's time to hear uh, from Chia Follow and Wolchuk, find out what's coming up in the nosebleed seats. Gentlemen, how the He's hell are you? Wonderful. It is, uh, it's a Friday. Couldn't be better. How are y'all doing? Oh, we're doing good, man. What, what you drinking and what you thinking? <laughs> we just had some coffee. <laughs> yeah, I got coffee swimming through. A little coffee, a little water sure action. And then, uh, I don't Irish know, we'll coffee. probably, that 10 o'clock hour, get a little funky, I would imagine. I'm thinking I'm pretty excited. We're going to try this Dunkin' Donuts ghost pepper donut oh, we are gonna at do some that. point yeah, tonight. Uh, and uh, it looks pretty delicious. Uh, I don't know how spicy this one? is really going to be. Yeah, we got some. Eric uh, picked some up from Dunkin' on his way in and... We decided, you know what, we're going to give those a try tonight and tell the huh. people how uh, we think they are. But they really. How are the videos going? Is it shutting anybody down from being able to talk or anything? Well, like we're going to do the final hour. So we're going to hope uh, that, that we don't get shut down. Yeah. From speaking. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely wait till the end of the show. I'm not sure. I've heard, I've heard some horror stories. I haven't seen any videos. Uh, some people are saying it ain't bad. Some people are saying, holy smokes, that thing about put me down. So. Well, we shall see. We shall see. Nervous. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit scared too, but I'm excited. You guys gonna get after it on Halloween? Come yeah, on, you guys still trick or treating at your age? What you doing? Hell yeah. Not, not. <laughs> <laughs> you got my pillowcase ready to go. Hitting up the Highland Park area. Yeah, I got the baby. But the thing is, I mean, she's she's going down by seven seven o'clock. So we might just throw the outfit on her, take a couple of pics, and then and then I'm sort of out of the woods on this one. I think uh, it'll start ramping up. I would imagine in the next couple of years for me. Walchuk, I'm sure is going to be. Uh, I mean, uh, you partying? I mean, Wolchuk's a partier, man. Yeah, I mean, there might be a very small Halloween get-together. Wink, wink. The, uh, mm-hmm. the lady loves to dress up for Halloween. It's her favorite holiday. Oh, oh, oh tell them tell what she's wearing. Tell them what the, uh, yeah, the no. couple's costumes are in the yeah, last couple here we go. Oh, Wonder <laughs> Woman, Sexy <laughs> yeah. Devil, yeah, yeah, Playboy wish. Bunny. Right. No, she wants to Sexy do... COVID nurse? Yeah. This yeah. Is, this is really... <laughs> Dwight hot. Schrute? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Walchuk, who were you three years ago and who were you two years ago? That's really all that matters. Three years ago, uh, she was Mrs. Frizzle and I was the magic school bus. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, I was a bus. Oh. He was literally the damn bus. I was the she bus. She rode the bus. He was the okay. bus. Okay. Yeah, two years ago, what the heck was it? It was the Flintstones. It was, it was the Flintstones. One. Yes, I was Fred. She mm-hmm. was uh, Wilma, I think yeah, it is. Wilma. And then this year she wants to do, I'm going to be Bobby Boucher, the water boy. I got a Bobby Boucher Mud Dogs jersey that I just ordered from Amazon. Okay. And you uh, your lines down. You would make sense for her to be Vicky Valancourt, but she wants to be Mama. So, okay. um, a little incest tonight. Yeah. yeah, we got some Game of Thrones <laughs> going on. Yeah. Hey, Bobby and his mom might be a better pair of linebackers than Jalen and Leighton. No oh, kidding. Oh, <laughs> like a Mack truck. There you go. Yeah. Woo. 
All right, All for right, Dawson, for yeah. Ah! <laughs> That's it. You can't do it. Bam. All we right, got you. Uh, have a good one, gentlemen. Enjoy Thank the show. You. We'll be listening. Yeah, boys. Here they come. Woolchuck and Shea follow the nosebleed seats 7 to 11. A reminder, Flagtober is on. Great to see Chris Arnold, as always, planting the flag yes, for sir. us here at the top of the hour. It was a classic addition to the G-Bag Nation with CA, Jeff Cavanaugh. Lucius Alexander and myself, Gavin Dawson, thank you so much for making us part of your day. You can still get the very limited edition 2020 G-Bag Nation flag, 105throughthefan.com slash flagtober. We'll send it anywhere in America for 27 bucks. Brought to you by Kingsville Beer and proceeds uh, benefiting the Sons of the Flag. Till Monday afternoon at 2 o'clock, you're going home with the G-Bag Nation. Salute. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 